Hello and welcome to the Who is the Saboteur podcast. When things go wrong in your life, do you blame other people, fate or the world? The biggest force that sabotages your life is inside of you. It's your own unconscious. I'm Dr. Mike Drayton. I'm an organisational consultant, executive coach and clinical psychologist. And I'll be taking a deep dive beneath the surface of your day-to-day life. This episode is called, Can a Belief Kill You? Can something as intangible and ephemeral as a belief, a thought, or an attitude kill you? Well, yes, they can, and they do kill millions of people every year. Most deaths from illness are caused by beliefs. The belief that smoking, drinking too much, eating junk food, and not taking exercise only damages the health of other people. These are all pretty obvious examples of beliefs leading to poor lifestyle choices with predictable consequences. What about something less obvious? For example, how could holding the belief that stress is bad for your health possibly harm you? Well, a study carried out in the US in 2012 asked 30,000 people the questions How much stress have you experienced in the last year? And... Do you believe that stress is harmful for your health? The researchers then tracked them for eight years and at the end of the study they used public death records to find out who died. Now, here's the bad news. People who experienced a lot of stress in the previous year had a 43% increased risk of dying. But that was only true for the people who also believed that stress is harmful to their health. People who experienced a lot of stress, but believed that stress wasn't particularly bad for you, were no more likely to die. In fact, they had the lowest risk of dying of anyone in the study, including people who had reported little stress. The researchers estimated that over eight years, 182,000 people died prematurely. Not from stress, but from the belief that stress is bad for you. Let me digress a little. Earlier this year, I was in a taxi and the traffic was awful. However, my taxi ride was really great. My driver was called Vera and she was from Brazil. She told me about her life in London and how much she missed her family back home. Although she was chatting away, she was making good progress through the traffic. I arrived at my destination relaxed and cheerful, despite the horrible London traffic. Later that day, I took another taxi, and this was a different story. The driver was, to put it mildly, very stressed. As soon as I got in the car, we were off at speed, foot down, accelerating fast into the traffic jam, and then slamming the brakes on. He spent the whole journey commenting on other drivers, calling them idiots under his breath. He would zoom up the inside lane, encounter a parked bus, and swear under his breath. You get the picture. When I arrived, I was a nervous wreck. What these two taxi drivers showed was how human beings respond to environmental stress. Vera accepted that she couldn't do much about the traffic other than do her best to get to where she was going. She chatted away and made the best of the situation. Vera understood that the traffic was bad and her becoming cross and upset about it wouldn't change anything. Vera was firmly in charge of her own emotional responses to that situation. 
It also occurred to me how her good-natured responses affected me, because she was calm and relaxed. So was I. The second cab driver was the opposite. His emotional responses were being controlled by the external environment. His anxiety influenced his behaviour and driving style, which made him even more anxious. I dread to think how he felt at the end of the day, because I felt worn out at the end of a ten-minute cab ride. If I'd been able to measure their pulse, blood pressure and heart rate, I think the difference would have been striking. Vera would have been in the group of people who had the lowest mortality and the other driver would have been in the high mortality group, or dead. So, what could he do to avoid joining the 43% increased mortality group? Here are some helpful beliefs about stress that you should consider. The feelings I'm experiencing are excitement, not stress. If you think about a roller coaster ride, the physiological responses are just the same as when you feel stressed. But you label them as being positive, as excitement or fun, not negative, as stress. OK, here's another. Will this, insert stressful situation here, matter next week, next month or next year? Probably not. Rather than say, this is unbearable, say, it's not unbearable, it's just difficult, and add, what can I do to sort it out? And if it is unbearable, do your best and accept that you can't do the impossible. Ask yourself... Is anyone shooting at me? Will anyone die if I don't meet that deadline? Again, probably not. If you feel stressed, just let it go. Turn up, do your best, find energy in the pressure and enjoy the ride and then go home. Thanks for listening and join me again soon.